0: This is a good ask you if we are changed. change that are joined today by John Snyson, who is a financial historian and in Canada, Timpa Shout, the Liberty Advisor, of course, is always here. He is in Arizona. I am in Pennsylvania. And in this video, we are going to be telling you what we are seeing on the ground, the good, the bad, the ugly, as well as some important news updates around. And guess what? Yeah. The crisis and the sickness that, of course, everyone's dealing with. And the first article I kind of wanted to throw out there is this article by Zero Hedge that is titled Molecular Biologist Says the Sickness Could Have Leaked from Wuhan Biolab. And to me, this is kind of a no brainer as one of the bigger possibilities out there, especially since, you know, the only level four lab in all of China is located near The epicenter start of this the official story from the chinese just keeps changing that patient zero was this guy that flew afterwards to another province now we're seeing that it's maybe some other shrimp seller another conflicting part of this story this origin story is that this virus according to many epidemiologists and many molecular biologists came from specifically a shoehorn bat and there have been no traces of the shoehorn that sold at this supposed wet market that was the epicenter. That raises a lot of questions to me. Guys, what do you guys think? Uh, there's We still don't know for sure, but do you think that this is a naturally occurring virus or, or potentially something that came from Biolab? I'm going to throw it out there.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think it's the Swedes, by uh, my personal opinion. But that's uh, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> no, it's anyways. It's a, it's a joke. But uh, I I don't know. You know, it's 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 hard to tell where these viruses come from. You know, it's like the Lyme disease. You know, that uh, situated out of the Plum. Uh, isn't it Plum Island? You know, yep. the bio uh, bio warfare factory over there in the, in the United States. So who who knows what you know they could have done? Who knows what these guys are up to? You know, creating. Uh, weird and crazy warfare out there uh, and it's you know very convenient to come after uh, you know people that are over a certain age uh, age group that you know are pensioners that are putting a lot of pressure on the the uh, ponzi scheme that they created for them in the first place called you know old age security uh, and all those programs around the world so there, there's a lot of weird uh, things surrounding it and of course uh, i remember watching like was that, two weeks ago or something where you had the uh, the uh, Chinese government coming out and blaming the US for, you know, uh, inciting and, and dropping off the virus in Wuhan. Uh, so who it, it, it's very hard to like tell, you know, what could have happened here in the first place. But there's, there's a lot of uh, weird loose ends and there's a lot of, you know, uh, running around and giving so many different answers all the time that, you know, I, I feel like the, there's no substance to, you know, yeah. the, the real source of the, 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 the factor. And now the U.S. government is going after the Chinese
0: government, uh, you know, saying that they're lying about their numbers. And I'm like, uh, finally, they're catching up to this. But, but again, we should try to prevent a bigger all-out war. But I just kind of wanted to throw it out there with what people are believing, what people are seeing. There's a lot of different theories out there. Tim, if you want to tell us some of yours, you can before we get into the next story. Or we could just jump into the next story, which is also eye-opening, to say the least.
2: I mean, I just want to point out that, I mean, how funny it is that things have really come full circle here that, you know, those of us who, uh, you know, were believing conspiracy theories, we were always told that we were bat, you know, you know, what crazy. And now, uh, the official theory is that this <laughs> came from a bat. So I just wanted to point out that everything has come completely full circle. I'm of the opinion that this was some sort of uh bioweapon and I'm not sure if it was released on purpose or an accident that's yet to be uh, determined, but you know, you follow the money, look who's benefiting from all this stuff, you know, now there's a big push of, you know, I'm sure, you know, Bill Gates, everyone has to go get a vaccine. You know, everyone, you know, need a vaccine to go travel or, you know, hey, you know, now we're going to have, you know, marry in this, you know, digital dollar in with, you know, some sort of social credit score. So I'm probably getting a little bit too far ahead of myself into some real, you know, I mean, I wish that these weren't bat, you know, what crazy conspiracies, but this is what the the rulers are pushing. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm of the opinion that this was engineered uh, to some degree, but I'm not a biologist. I'm not a scientist. Uh, but, you know, you just take a look at the patterns of what governments have done in the past. And I think there's a story of Harvard professors who were caught sneaking stuff out or or maybe they're like their underlings or research assistants were Chinese spies sneaking out different, uh, you know, different samples of coronavirus. And yeah, I mean, I'm, whether well, there's smoke, there's fire, Luke, and there's certainly a whole lot of uh, smoke to be had.
0: Yeah. And one of the biggest kind of smoke screens were getting out there is that the government's going to come in and protect you by giving themselves all the power and authority over you. And, And I thought the United Kingdom took the cake with how ridiculous they were. I mean, there's there's literally police officers flying drones in the United Kingdom, shaming people for being in nature by themselves. And, like and just
2: and having the the drone program was a conspiracy yeah. theory until 2011. It wasn't even. I mean, everybody knew about it. And the real program was the CIA's drone program. That's the the big secret out there. But they. Yeah. They, but now local
0: police departments are using this all over all over the world. Even here in California, in the United Kingdom, there's also other footage I saw of people getting pulled over, right, and getting in trouble and getting a fine for driving in their car. And then the police officers say, "You got to disperse and walk in the street." I'm like this is totally insane but now we, we we're reaching another crescendo level here with of course the president of the philippines rodrigo Duterte, that is now ordering his police and military to kill citizens who are defying their lockdown
1: he yeah. said quote shoot them dead holy cow well. What's your guys' reaction, John? <laughs> well, I think it's a, a build-up of what just happened in India with the massive lockdown. You know, banned all public traffic, so people had to walk 500 mi- you know, miles to get to uh, their homes. And then they uh, beat people with sticks. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's I, I guess somebody had to be crazier. Uh, you know, who, who knows what the next step will be for any other <laughs> government out there. Uh, it never surprises me, actually, what uh, what they do in order to keep their citizens obey. I guess it's harder to keep people obey in in uh, Philippines than it is here in Canada, where everybody sits polite in their household and and are scared. So uh, you know, it depends on the obedience of the citizenry. You know, the reaction, I guess, to uh, to this cause. Yeah, yeah Tim, how think... do you see this all unfolding?
2: Uh, first, I thought John was maybe gonna, you know, give us a proclaimer song of he'd walk, they'd walk 500 miles and they'd walk 500 more afterwards. But uh, with with all this stuff, I mean, let's not give them any ideas of what uh, to do over <laughs> here. So I mean, they're breaking up one-year-olds. What was it in L.A.? We saw they're breaking, yeah, like thirty-two one-year-old
1: birthday party.
2: <laughs> yeah, thirty-two with police pops.
0: officers coming in together, arm by arm. I mean, that's how you spread the, the sickness, you idiots. Yeah, sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, to protect and to serve, you know, everybody, the, you know, the C word, you know, that that's the Corona word. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's not not surprising, but, you know, this is what authoritarians want. And, you know, Trump was really in a position where he was in a no-win position because, you know, all the liberals, everyone's saying, oh, you know, he should have acted acted stronger. And I'm sure there's certain things that he should have done. But, you know, there's probably blame to go all the way around because, you know, nobody, Really was taking this, you know, super super serious back in the beginning of February. I mean, I actually I wore a mask through the international side of the airport February nineteenth, coming back through Anarchapoco. and literally the border patrol agents are like, why do you have a mask on? Like, like, they were just like so perplexed, and I was pretty much the only one except for in Mexico City. They were wearing a lot of the uh, agents down there were wearing masks. So it's funny yeah. that you know in Mexico City. They're they're ahead of the curve from where they are in America. Well, I guess it's not surprising because, you know, it's why well,
1: I, I sat beside a guy on the plane down to Mexico City with a mask on from and he was Chinese. He was traveling from uh, Toronto down to Mexico City. So, yeah, John and you I
0: racist, go, you racist bigot. How dare you do that? And I Don't said, even, I said, I
2: said next to an Asian <laughs> couple coming down there, too. And then John um, actually did get very sick down, but it was over like Montezuma's revenge. I did get stuff.
1: the flu when I got back, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying that they got
0: this uh, before. Uh, uh, the new-
2: right I mean. here. Right here. some
0: data showing that, that that could be the case. There's some data showing that that could not be the case. Um, well, I, I didn't have any coughing or anything. I I'm,
2: I'm I'm really am sure nine percent sure I had it <laughs> coming when I flew back from uh, New York January 2nd, had a layover in DC. If you notice, there was a one month time period where I didn't make a single video. I'm making four videos a day usually right now. I, I went a whole month without making a video because mainly cuz it it put me out for about you know a week or two and then i had to then do a whole bunch of work to catch up but uh yeah my i remember i was texting some doctors i knew and saying hey this is like the weirdest uh you know symptoms i've ever had it's not like anything else i've ever really experienced i had the chills where i was just like violently shaking uh you know for about 2 or 3 days straight now i'm a pretty tough guy pretty you know i'm uh, you know almost never get sick I had perfect attendance in high school for 4 years straight. Uh you know so that makes me real, you know obviously real popular with everybody. But so but you know I <laughs> almost never get sick and so this you know and then my kids had the same had uh they were barely affected by it. We thought they had pink eye. We took them to the doctors. The doctors said no, they don't have pink eye even though their eyes were pink and then so that was one of the precursors. And yeah. so that was uh you know and I was traveling during that time frame. My wife got very very sick. Uh you know I would, I didn't get nearly as sick as she did. The kids didn't get that sick at all, but I you know, it was a weird, weird experience. And, uh, and I remember even I was testing doctors. Hey, man, I've never had this happen before. I, Josh Seegerson, we went like two or three weeks without doing a single video. Cause I was like, man, I'm down. John and I, we started a discord. And you remember when we started the discord and I yeah. told everybody, Hey guys, I'm, I'm out of commission right now. I feel like yeah. absolute crap. And so well, you, took- you,
0: you hung out with Josh. Josh is always sick. That's the problem. Uh, it, it, but also similar story. I, I had like the perfect healthiest year last year. Cause I've done a lot of, you know, uh, you know, smoking and drinking throughout my life. Last year, intermittent fasting, working out every day, barely drinking maybe once a month or once every two months, no smoking, nothing. Um, and then at the end of the year, around Christmas, came down with something severe twice, and it came it came back, um, and it just totally laid me out. And that's when I wasn't doing videos as well because I couldn't. I was literally... Were you in China? Had, <laughs> yeah, 104 fever. Well, I was in Hong Kong. I do travel. Oh, there, All there. On, yeah. On stop. Yeah. Uh, As you know, I'm in France. No, I don't do any of that. Okay, but moving on to the last story that we have, I want to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Some of the good here is that, you know, obviously a lot of people are being homeschooled. A lot of people are learning to be responsible for themselves. A lot of people are growing gardens and understanding that they have to depend on themselves, their families and their communities and not their government to take care of things because government is not taking care of things They made the situation that much worse. Some people say on purpose. Could be. We don't know yet. But one of the things that we're seeing is also the return of the barter system, where, of course, many people are using Facebook, another uh, social media platform called Nextdoor, where people are exchanging items outside of the communistic, socialistic, controlled market that we're going to be doing a live stream about in just a little bit Uh, outside of that. And they're doing bartering, which I think is awesome. That's some of the good I'm seeing. What are you guys seeing? What's some of the good and bad that you're seeing in your your local uh, communities?
1: No, people are always out helping each other. We're always watching for each other here where I live. You know, we're making sure that, especially because I live in a retirement community, you've got to make sure that everybody's taken care of, you know, if there's people that, you know, need uh, need food or whatever, you go, and go out and help them. So that's, I see a lot of that. Uh, people are always, you know. It's so funny uh, how people say that, oh, well, we need a government because people go crazy in a crisis. Uh, I I see it also opposite. I see a lot of people, you know, look at the tsunami that happened in, in the Indian Ocean, how great people worked together at that time. So I think people are coming together in crisis, and uh, we're, we're social human beings. We're caring, and, uh, you know, we're not like the, the elite that sits on top trying to, uh, you know, have as many people as killed as possible.
0: You were sharing some photos before we got on here, yeah. though. What yeah. are some of those? And Tim, can we pull some of those up?
2: Yeah, let me uh, let me get yeah. a second over here, because uh, just how it's how it's being shared is a little bit different. A uh, little bit different format. So we got one picture over there. Let's see if we got another over here. Uh, again, I don't have the entire photo. Just of how it's. No. But, yeah. uh,
1: but it was, so what they started to do here, and uh, this is Selkirk Mantoba Safeway uh, store, and they actually are now rationing food for people. Uh, but being a good citizen, and uh, you know being less prepared if, if this goes really bad you know, we're starting to see uh food shortages everywhere now a lot of uh, sh- uh, sh- uh shelf space are you know starting to shorten so like what they've done here is actually when I went to the store I had to clean my hands uh they cleaned the the cart uh and then uh, I, I was able to go inside there was even a, a guard there that you know stood there together with the, the employees and then so you go in but then they have a whole bunch of rations on eggs on on bread and on on uh, uh, I believe it was uh, what else was there? There was sugar. Uh, you know the most important things that people use. Uh, you know to be able to survive that don't have a lot of money that can't afford. You know to buy the nice organic stuff and, and so on. Yep. Tim, what are you seeing?
2: Well, uh, you know I, I did want to point out that you know the CIA uh, was actually from, remember was like heavily involved in the Next Door app, and so that's almost sort of like now you're seeing people ratting out their neighbors, and you're seeing. Uh, now I was on next door when it first came out. I mean, I probably saw her profile on there, but all it was, was like 70, 80 year old ladies or stay at home moms complaining about, you know, this person being too loud or this person. So I mean, it's like the perfect Stasi app to go okay. rat out your neighbors. Like, Oh, Hey, I saw Susie going outside and playing, uh, you know, with some other kids over there and let's go get, you know, and then let's go find her for a thousand bucks, which there are now towns in Texas that are actually finding people for, uh, you know, for doing those types of things. But let's take a look here on the screen. So we got return of the bar system. Where three cans of beer are worth one toilet roll. Uh, in Facebook, Corona, a good deal. That's
1: a yeah, <laughs>
0: Corona. by the way, has stopped production in
1: Mexico because they're seen as non-essential. Finally. Also they stopped non-essential production.
2: Wow. Well, uh, well that, that ties in perfectly. And we didn't even plan this. Uh, so I have another article here that I didn't even share with you guys. Vermont orders Walmart target to stop selling non-essential right. items in store. And I, I did I wanna give a shout out to uh Jay Noon. So Jay's uh, you know big time volunteerist, uh you know, part of the Freedoms Phoenix crew, uh living up in uh Massachusetts, also tied in with the Free State and he was sending different uh things where they've been banning you know, selling certain items and like certain stores, forcing them to close down. And that's in New Hampshire where it's, you know, live free or die. And I had to go, you know, in my phone to pull exactly what he was sending me. But uh, yeah, it's just a crazy situation of everything yeah. that's going on. Uh, but, you know, but the good news is, is that people are now realizing that, you know, maybe we don't, we get changed the paradigm of how we think that maybe we don't need government indoctrination mm-hmm. centers. I mean, why, I mean, one idea I've had for a long time and, uh, you know, is why don't we just have, you know, like the best people in the world. You know, teaching these things. And I don't mean like you know Paul Krugman masterclass and his <laughs> his bullshit, but I mean somebody like you know in a real like why don't you get trained by the best professor yeah. in the world on you know history or I mean then you know obviously they need to see you know who's the one teaching it but what if you had you know these online schools where then maybe you go into maybe all the kids go to some sort of room and they've got like like teacher's assistance but then you you and then you can help the kids out with exactly what they need but you're getting taught through through online courses and there's no reason why the thing is they want to keep people dumbed down enslaved Basically, all you know, school is is basically you know welfare for the middle class to have their kids. You well, know, it's, go, it's uh,
1: yeah, it's a babysitting place. Yeah, it's
2: government. It's kids, government yeah. babysitting is basically what yeah. it is. And I think I would have been better off if I never went to school. And it, but you know, they didn't have you know, smartphones didn't come basically weren't around until right when I graduated college, which is also right on cue for the financial crisis. So there are a lot of opportunities. And now you know, another one is uh, you know, not only more people doing like teleconferencing, but now also people who are, you know, able to barter and just think about new paradigms. So I am, you know, I think we should make, you know, a lemonade out of the lemons that we're getting right now. It's just whether or not they, uh, I guess, deem lemons to be essential or not to uh, yeah, whether well, we can do Well, that.
0: every situation is determined by you and your own reaction. That power of reaction is a lot more powerful than you actually think. Uh, and that's why I've been spending my time on a farm in Pennsylvania. By the way, I've been very lucky to find an amazing property here. Um, if anyone else has farms in Northeast Pennsylvania that they need looking after or they know that uh, are available for short term leases or uh, have some property available for, for purchase, let me know. Uh, I'm definitely what not is going farming. Back. Yeah, I'm not coming back to New York City. Uh, <laughs> that seems like an extremely bad idea. Absolutely insane situation <laughs> down there. But here. I've been doing what I've been kind of working at slowly throughout my entire life, and that's working towards radical self-reliance. I've been doing uh, um, bow hunting. Uh, yes, I have a crossbow, and then I have a compound bow. I've been doing, like, Wim Hof breathing method and learning how to cook and all this other stuff. So, again, your time is is determined by you and you only. That's how I've been spending it. Got any yep. property go in East Pennsylvania, let me know.
1: You know what's really funny, uh, Luca? I, I just watched a, uh, a a French movie that just came out where it's really trying to portray preppers in a terrible, uh, the, you know, view. It was on Netflix. It's called uh, "Decline" or something. The Decline, yeah. And it's basically everybody, like this group of people, that like, goes to a prepper place and then they are creating bombs and they're learning how to hunt and be self reliant and garden and all this stuff. And then they create bombs and then this guy has a bomb blow up and then they uh, all kill each other. Because that's what they do in these preppers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a bunch of like sniffling articles by these like yuppies, uh, you know, in all these metropolitan areas. They're like, look at these crazy preppers. They're preparing for the worst. And now, look at how the situation has turned. All right, we're going to be talking about that plus a lot more, especially the larger economic ramifications more on this channel. John, Tim, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, stay tuned for more here on Change
1: the News.